First, Japan's health ministry acknowledged the growing rate of heart inflammation among the vaccinated population. Then Japan's public and private sectors were alerted to the fact and forbidden to discriminate against those who refuse the COVID vaccine. Furthermore, Japan has made it clear that informed consent is required to receive the vaccine. Japan now insists the vaccine labels warn of dangerous potential side effects such as myocarditis. Underscore. NHK Japan, Japan Broadcasting Corporation, Japan's health ministry has listed inflammation of the heart muscle and of the outer lining of the heart in younger males as possible serious side effects of the Moderna and Pfizer COVID vaccines. It says that as of November 14th, out of every 1 million males who had the Moderna vaccine, such side effects were reported in 81.79 males aged 10 to 19 and 48.76 males in their 20s. The figures were 15.66 and 13.32 respectively for those who had the Pfizer vaccine. The ministry held a panel of experts on Saturday, December 4, and proposed warning of the risk by printing serious side effects on the documents attached to the vaccines. It will also require hospitals to report in detail incidents involving people who develop the symptoms within 28 days after being vaccinated, according to the law. The plan was approved by the panel, and the ministry will notify municipalities. Rarefoundation.com Japan announces that public and private sectors cannot discriminate against those who refuse the experimental mRNA gene therapy injections. Japan is now labeling COVID vaccines to warn of dangerous and potentially deadly side effects such as myocarditis. In addition, the country is reaffirming its commitment to adverse event reporting requirements to ensure all possible side effects are documented. These efforts from Japan's health authority are in stark contrast to the deceptive measures taken by other countries to coerce citizens into taking the injection, downplaying side effects, and discouraging proper adverse event reporting. Additionally, Japan is emphasizing informed consent and bodily autonomy. Until the coronavirus pandemic, the concept of informed consent was considered sacred to healthcare professionals in the West. Japan is particularly raising concerns about the risks of myocarditis in young men injected with Pfizer or Moderna's gene therapy treatment. The country is enforcing a strict legal reporting requirement of side effects that must take place within 28 days of the injections. Underscore. Brownstone Institute, Japan's Ministry of Health is taking a sensible, ethical approach to COVID vaccines. They recently labeled the vaccines with a warning about myocarditis and other risks. They also reaffirmed their commitment to adverse event reporting to document potential side effects. Japan's Ministry of Health states, although we encourage all citizens to receive the COVID-19 vaccination, it is not compulsory or mandatory. Vaccination will be given only with the consent of the person to be vaccinated after the information provided. Furthermore, they state, please get vaccinated of your own decision, understanding both the effectiveness in preventing infectious diseases and the risk of side effects no vaccination will be given without consent. Finally, they clearly state please do not force anyone in your workplace or those who are around you to be vaccinated, and do not discriminate against those who have not been vaccinated. They also link to a human rights advice page that includes instructions for handling any complaints if individuals face vaccine discrimination at work. Other nations would do well to follow Japan's lead with this balanced and ethical approach. This policy appropriately places the responsibility for this healthcare decision with the individual or family. We can contrast this with the vaccine mandate approach adopted in many other Western nations. The U.S. provides a case study in the anatomy of medical coercion exercised by a faceless bureaucratic network. A bureaucracy is an institution that exercises enormous power over you but with no locus of responsibility. This leads to the familiar frustration, often encountered on a small scale at the local DMV, 
that you can go round in bureaucratic circles trying to troubleshoot problems or rectify unfair practices. No actual person seems to be able to help you get to the bottom of things, even if a well-meaning person sincerely wants to assist you. Here's how this dynamic is playing out with coercive vaccine mandates in the US the CDC makes vaccine recommendations. But the ethically crucial distinction between a recommendation and mandate immediately collapses when institutions, for example, a government agency, a business, employer, university, or school, require you to be vaccinated based on the CDC recommendation. Try to contest the rationality of these mandates, for example, in federal court, and the mandating institution just points back to CDC recommendation as the rational basis for the mandate. The court will typically agree, deferring to the CDC's authority on public health. The school, business, etc., thus disclaims responsibility for the decision to mandate the vaccine. We're just following CDC recommendations, after all. What can we do? But CDC likewise disclaims responsibility. We don't make policy, we just make recommendations, after all. Meanwhile, the vaccine manufacturer is immune and indemnified from all liability or harm under federal law. No use going to them if their product, a product that you did not freely decide to take, harms you. You are now dizzy from going round in circles trying to identify the actual decision maker, it's impossible to pinpoint the relevant authority. You know that enormous power is being exercised over your body and your health, but with no locus of responsibility for the decision and no liability for the outcomes. You are thus left with the consequences of a decision that nobody claims to have made. The only certainty is that you did not make the decision and you were not given the choice. Japan's policy avoids most of these problems simply placing responsibility for the decision on the individual receiving the intervention, or the parent in the case of a child who is not old enough to consent. Incidentally, this focus on choice and freedom was somewhat reflected in Japan's policies throughout the pandemic, which were less stringent than most countries, including those in the US.